because the Mr. Tong Sampa come nearby, oh, the COVID in the nose can smell him. Oh, they will pingsan and die themselves. <laughs> Douglas Lim and Juanita, the podcast. Good morning. A fantastic morning. Wow. <laughs> I saw your face change before you said fantastic. I was like, what's going on? Your stomach ache or what? <laughs> no, my eyes is getting better and better. Everything's bigger and brighter. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Am I bigger and brighter to you? You always. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I've been watching this uh, Netflix show called Clickbait. Hey, weren't you on like Christmas specials for a while? I was for like a good two or three weeks, <laughs> and you then watch- I finished all the Christmas movies uh-huh. on Netflix. <laughs> you watch a lot of TV, yeah? <laughs> hey, we go home at like twelve o'clock. Yeah, it's true. I wish I can watch a lot of TV also, but cannot because my dog Mia get very jealous. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She will come and like watch me, watch me. I'm more interesting. I'm more interesting. And then I'm like, yes, you are more interesting, Mia. But you have no plot. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the show about? So clickbait is a murder mystery. It's a drama thriller. Mm. Um, I love it because it's only eight episodes. So within one day, you like can be done with it. So you watch, finish everything already? Yeah, yeah. I finished it. Was it exciting? Was it? Did it live up to expectations? It did. It oh. was very, very interesting. There were a lot of plot twists in between. Mm-hmm. I think that's what made it, you know, very compelling. I'm so glad that it like lived up to expectations because can you imagine if you watch it yeah. and then it doesn't live up to expectations and you get all disappointed and you're like, hey, this show is rubbish lah, and the show is like, no, we say clickbait. What? Your fault lah for watching. <laughs> <laughs> Do you generally like murder mysteries though? I am very stupid at murder mysteries. Are you very good? I'm okay, yeah. You can figure out who's but, the. Can- but for clickbait, I could not figure it oh, out. Oh, so yeah. it tricked you. Yeah, so I would recommend it. Yeah, I, I'm it. rubbish, man. When it comes to murder mysteries, I have yeah. no idea what's going on. I could even be in a murder mystery. There's like a theater production where we're all actors in the murder mystery, and I still wouldn't know who the murderer <laughs> is. My my friend would be like, hey, Douglas, who's the murderer? I'm like, how I know? He'd be like, because you're acting in it like you dodo. <laughs> I okay, this is definitely based off a true story, yes? Mm. Okay, <laughs> tell me that true story next. Fly FM. So there was this uh, company who wanted to do a corporate function, but they wanted to do it slightly special. Uh-huh. Not like the usual ones where you show up and then, you know, you have dinner, win, lucky draw, boring. <laughs> so, so they were like, hey, you know, Douglas, can you and your team do like a murder mystery themed? Right. So as the MC, uh, Kononya, I will have my brother somehow visit the event. La, and then there'll be an evil uh, guard who comes in or like a mater D who's got some shifty background wow. happening so the audience yeah. while you know uh, enjoying the food and also the company of their bosses and their colleagues yeah. they'll also be watching this murder mystery unravel before their eyes it's so fun it's like a live version of Clue yeah 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 exactly like that and then at the end right uh, the ones who get the answer right they will yeah. have a big prize and then of course there's the second prize third prize and so on so forth see that's fair Why? Not unlike lucky draws where you like cannot you know you don't yeah. Everybody lucky, Only the lucky flow wins There's no skill involved one. Lucky draw is basically <laughs> I would say lah Gambling Yeah That's why the yes. No more lucky draw You know <laughs> <laughs> you see, you now make me like digress a bit. So, okay. uh, during this uh, murder mystery themed night, yeah. uh, there'll be actors who will be doing things behind the scenes or like they will show up in one corner and so the audience is going to be like paying attention, what's happening, what's happening to try and get clues right. to find out who who died or who killed who, right? Yeah. 
The problem was there was this set piece where while the CEO is giving his speech, mm-hmm. like a normal CEO speech, yeah. two of the actors would be dragging a dead body behind him. And this actually happened? <laughs> yes, as part of the set piece. Right. That was the plan. So the CEO is giving speech, oh, uh, this year, you know, the fiscal year, something, something very boring. One, uh. yeah. And then at the back, there'll be two fellas trying to sneak a body away and the audience should go like, oh, there's a body. And then they'll make notes and so they can find out who the murderer is, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, this CEO did not tell us that his speech was going to have a part about... Well, let's just say the scene is this. Huh? The, he's giving a speech. Two of my friends are dragging the dead body out behind him. Yeah. And suddenly the CEO goes like, And I would like to dedicate tonight to Mr. Murali who passed away oh. after 50 years of service. It was so awkward because, no. because everyone's like, Ah, there's a dead body ah! being transported behind you. And my the what? two actors were so stunned. They like, didn't know what to do. Like, why you talk about dead body suddenly? I thought this was comedy. And, then they, <laughs> like, and they dropped the body. Like, and, they, and they ran off. But I mean, at the end, <laughs> at, no, at, the, at the end, it all turned out well. And you know what? This company was so sweet. Yeah. Those who won the prizes... Yeah. All dedicated their prize to uh, Mr. Morali's family. Oh, so it's really nice at the end. That's mm. nice. Fly FM. So according to our health minister, Kari Jamaluddin, primary school students will now undergo weekly COVID testing because they are not vaccinated. I mean, it makes perfect sense. But I can imagine they must be in pain, man, because we do like... Testing every two weeks And we freaking hate it So I think the best way to understand What a student really is going through With this news Is to speak to a student And because we have a student That practically lives here Ladu is coming in now Hi Ladu Hi Ladu Good morning Wanita What a door still not fixed huh? Squeaking Squeaking <laughs> more than my amma's knees huh? <laughs> Yeah not yet so I heard that the Kaini Jamaluddin say want to swap the nose of all the students, you know? Yes, correct. Because you're not vaccinated, right? Yeah, no, but I'm very scared about this because my nose is very special nose. My nose is not normal. No. My nose is like a fantastic power nose. Power nose, huh? Yeah, yeah, because I know when I young that time, got one auntie asked my mother, he say, hey, what is your son Ladu's uh, special ability? My mother say, God knows. Oh. <laughs> so my nose is... <laughs> My nose is God level, you know. Oh. I can smell many things far away at the airport, huh? Before oh. the dog can smell the dada, I smell first. Oh, really? I can tell who have got the dada in the bag. Then last time, Bursi rally, huh? Before they shoot the tear gas, I crying already. Oh. I can smell from inside the van itself. Wow. Yeah, so I'm very scared to get the COVID test uh-huh. because when they poke the nose, I scared spoil, you know. But I think my class yeah. no need to get the COVID test at all. Why? Because my class teacher, his name is Mr. Tong. He's well, very smelly. Right. He never bathed every morning, you know. Uh. We all call him Mr. Tong Samba. <laughs> because he's very smelly. And every time he's cut out there, got one big stain. And the smell is like worse than fish market. Hey. So I think for my class, actually, mm. no need to swap. Because the Mr. Tong Sampa come nearby, uh, the COVID uh-huh. in the nose can smell him. Uh, they will pingsal and die themselves. Fly FM. So a bride in India was supposed to get married mm. on the same day that she was supposed to take her college exam. Oh no. So she did both. She went for her college exam in full bridal costume with her sari, her mangtika on her head, 
full on Hannah. She looked beautiful though. She was the most beautiful one taking my, the exam. My initial instinct when hearing this story yeah. is to obviously make jokes. <laughs> like, you know, maybe it was all a ruse. There was no real wedding. Maybe she like, used it to like, uh, you know, write the answers uh, using Hannah <laughs> on her arm and she can refer or like sew the formula into her sari or whatever, right? But no, like, I got to take my head off. I got to salute this person because yeah. not only is it her wedding day, uh-huh. but she chose to go and sit for the exam showing us that she values education and it's not like weddings are not hectic enough already you know uh-huh. you got to throw in an exam into the mix weddings are super hectic right not just normal weddings okay indian weddings are even more hectic <laughs> yeah indian weddings chinese weddings you know especially for the bride i find it's really hectic the yeah. groom usually quite lepak one no during weddings <laughs> we show up yeah maybe have a drink <laughs> chit chat with our friends you know walk down the thing cut one cake we're done uh-huh, <laughs> like, that's yeah. very true but for the bride it's like it's super hectic so I understand that however yeah. this thing is not um, unique to India like in Malaysia so it's happened before what do you mean my cousin had to take a test on the same day of the wedding what test pregnancy test <laughs> Yeah, but it was negative like, because he was a guy. Oh, it was waste of time if you ask me. Oh my God. <laughs> so there's this video going viral in China. Uh, you know, China should stop viraling things that we're still recovering <laughs> from the pandemic, you know? <laughs> no, no, it's not that kind of viral, okay? It's this video of this girl begging this guy. So this huh? guy, okay, backstory. This guy has been doing crazy romantic gestures for this woman for five years. He's in love lah. He's, he, okay. I don't know what he is lah. This <laughs> is like more than love already. Obsessy, okay? Okay. Just unwanted, unwanted romantic gestures. Okay. For five years, she's begging him to stop. So in this video, she's desperate. She's on her knees, on her feet. Face on her head, <laughs> just telling him, "Please, enough, enough of like, this romantic gestures." but it's so embarrassing though to be rejected so publicly like this because I'm a bit of an expert in rejection, you know, Juanita. <laughs> How so? You've been married to the same woman for like the past thirty years. Not that way. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a stand-up comedian, we right. get rejected all the time in various ways. For example, if I go on stage, I tell a joke, and if you don't laugh, that's a form of rejection. Right. You're saying like we reject your joke. They're not funny yeah. Or worse like When I was telling a story And then they start Turning around You know Ignoring me Eating the lemon chicken It's a, it's quite a big rejection But yeah. I've never had it This way like, I've never had an audience Turn and face me Go on their hands and knees And beg like Please stop joking Douglas Please go away This is unwanted comedy <laughs> They just occasionally Throw things at you like. <laughs> oh, yeah, Once in a while But this also I could send the guy Okay I'm not being biased Maybe I am But don't girls like these things? That don't they like persistent but guys who continuously try? No, I think we like consistency mm-hmm. with persistence when we want the attention. But no means no. You oh, so get the hint. Okay, so what you're saying is that when, when you say no and the guy hears the no, they should go like, Alright, no means no, I accept it, I stop straight away. Exactly. Really? Uh? Yes. You say one, uh? yes. don't let this come back and bite you in the backside. Uh? No, it, that's how it works, okay? And then if we change our minds, we'll come to you. <laughs> <laughs> Got caveat at the end. <laughs> but this story is interesting and I think why it's unique to China is because they have this thing called a one-child policy. So the girl probably didn't have like older brothers, like siblings, <laughs> cousins to come and defend her. Because if in Malaysia this happened, means uh, oh, we got the abang long lah. We got the exactly. all the kakaks. We've got all the cousins. All they will show up. They'll be like, hey, boy. 
You don't disturb my sister. You catch up her one more time. I'll reunite you with your great grandfather. You want? <laughs> But either way, you shouldn't have to resort to that, lah. You know, mm. guys should just learn when to stop without wanted romantic gestures. Okay, you know, why do I feel like you have a personal story <laughs> attached to this? Of course, I have a personal story, Douglas. Don't you know how many people want me? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fly FM. So we saw this viral video of this girl in China begging this guy to stop with this unwanted romantic gestures because she just had enough. And that immediately reminded Wanita of the many unwanted romantic <laughs> gestures that she has received in the course of her life. <laughs> no, like, specifically just one, right? Okay. So this guy shows up, takes me to a dinner date. Nice. But he shows up with flowers. Oh. Right. So it already it's I like... Stop, 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 stop. Okay, guys, if you're listening to this, uh, stop with this flowers nonsense. On the uh, first date, yeah. yeah. On the first date, on any date, uh, flowers, <laughs> is they're a nuisance. I've seen so many couples where the guy buys a bouquet of flowers. He thinks it's so romantic and stuff. Yeah. And it's just so awkward because the girl doesn't know what to do with the flowers. You're taking them out. Yeah. Unless you show up in the house, give the flower, keep the flower in the house. Yes. If Correct. you are going out, ah, uh, the poor girl with the flowers there would ask the waiter to borrow a bowl with water, put the flower. It's very mafan we call it in Chinese. Yes, correct. That was a pro tip by Douglas Lim. <laughs> so we go out. I am carrying these flowers. <laughs> Then I have to awkwardly ask him, Ah, uh, can I leave the flowers in the car? Uh, good. <laughs> so we go for dinner. We finish the dinner. He takes me home. Okay. And on the ride home, he tries to be extra romantic, lah. Right? He puts on. Bollywood music this <laughs> Hindi music I mean I love Bollywood music but I don't know what he's trying to do because I don't speak Hindi he speaks Hindi okay I, just, I think he planned it no, I think he had like the best Hindi love songs on his like player already yeah probably he was translating it to me okay. and telling me about how you know how lovely all these songs are and just so happened that night was a full moon oh he probably arranged <laughs> that as well actually <laughs> So there we are driving down the highway, flowers, Bollywood music playing. We're driving into this bright, beautiful full moon. What happened? Married, lah, friend. Married. <laughs> no, lah. I'm like, I cannot. I gotta do this. I just he sent me home. I didn't get in touch with him anymore. Poor it's fella. just it's too much. So it's so sad because he was probably like, you know, uh, he's all Sharokan, but you were like, I just can't. Fly <laughs> FM. So we're talking about unwanted romantic gestures today. What is your story, Elvin? Hi guys. Hello. Hi. <laughs> yeah, my story starts well back in high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, where there was this girl that kept giving me food. Food. <laughs> so do you know who she was? Not exactly. We were more acquainted, but um, I didn't really know much of her. She one of the popular ones. Uh, so like you guys knew of her, or she was more more shy shy ones. I think she's more of the shy kind. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And so yeah. this was her way of like getting your attention. She would give you food. How would how would she do that? I mean, <laughs> it it started off small, like you know, like sweets. Um, she gave like keropok leko. Okay. Um, there was one time she actually gave me sandwiches, and then next thing I knew, um. It eventually turned into a bowl of laksa. <laughs> oh my god, that is like yeah. you know kind of sweet at first, but then if it keeps happening, it's kind of creepy also. Like, cause yeah. what is she putting in the food? <laughs> Not just that. What if it escalates, right? Then now laksa. Then tomorrow is like lok lok, and then the, <laughs> and the next day you find a big buffet waiting for you. <laughs> so what what happened in the end, though? I mean, like, did you confront her and say, "Hi, thank you very much for the food, but I'm not really into romance." 
tough now because <laughs> exam and like how did you deal with it? Well, I mean, I I didn't exactly know how to even approach this because it was weird, like having you know random food yeah. sending over to you. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess like for the most part, I just I didn't lie on her. But sometimes I eat the food, and other times <laughs> no. I just like you know share with my friends. In the end, um, she just um, you know she left high school after finishing from six, mm-hmm. and that was. That was kind of it, you know. Thanks, Alvin. So he waited it out, lah. <laughs> or did he? <laughs> what do you mean? Maybe there is a sinister ending to this. Maybe she returned <laughs> the next year as the canteen lady. <laughs> Maybe now she owns his favorite panmin stall. You never know. He's, he's still eating her food. Fly FM. So we've heard of different blood types, yeah. right? A O A B. Correct. Right, but then this. One more. What? A B. Oh yeah, no, four only, right? <laughs> Sorry, sorry. And then there's the plus, there's the negative. Ah, yeah, that's right. But this kakak from Trungano has golden blood. What is that? It is the rarest blood type in the world. There's only 43 people in the world that has golden blood type. And just so happened we have one of them, of course, Malaysia. You know how rare that is. uh? My mind is going backwards trying to do the calculation here. She's one in 43 people. Yes. There are about... 8 billion people Correct. in the world. In the world. Uh, maybe 1 or 2 billion if you follow Claudia Tan's calculation. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia Tan is a singer from Sarawak. In her lyrics, she says there's a couple billion people in the world out there. Backstory. <laughs> okay, thank you for explaining the whole joke. One <laughs> but look, you are 1 in 43 people in a world that has 8 billion people. That makes yeah. you so rare. That means uh, if someone tells this kaka, you know kaka, you are 1 in a million. That's an insult, you know. <laughs> This kakak will be like, one in a million, excuse me, are you saying I am common? <laughs> exactly. So she donated blood recently mm-hmm. and uh, that's how they found out that, you know, it's going to be frozen for future use so it can be used like for 10 years in so case anybody needs her so rare sweet, golden uh, blood. These people, although yeah. they have got such a rare commodity, right? They yeah. are donating it in case someone needs it in the future. So exactly. good like her heart. Yeah. I would have nicely sold it. I'm like, <laughs> how much can I make that's, for my gold blood? That's why you don't have the gold blood. You got <laughs> Chinese blood. That's what you have. <laughs> so bad, you know. Fly F M. So we found out that Japanese people take their blood types very, very seriously. Mm. They base personality tests like astrology on blood types. Which actually, in my opinion, makes a bit more sense than looking at the stars and figuring out what your personality oh, is. Because what? the blood is in your body, you know. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yes, it does, actually. So these are the different types of blood types, okay. right? So B, A, B, A, and O. Correct. B, which is me. Oh, you're a B. I'm a B. Okay. Is selfish. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are not. No, you are very generous, especially with opinions that nobody wants. <laughs> <laughs> so unpredictable, okay. adventurous, uh. creative. So ABs though are eccentric. Oh, I know a few of those. Right? Mm. Sociable, cool, trustworthy. Mm. Blood type A's are well organized, sensitive, patient, okay. kind. I'm I'm an O. You're an O, huh? Yeah, so okay. I'm like a universal donor. I can donate blood to anyone. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think uh, you have some good uh, adjectives to say about Yeah, me. yeah, for sure. Lazy, huh? not funny, vain, insensitive. Wow, this list is incredibly inaccurate, <laughs> man. <laughs> Actually, I haven't started on the list. I'm just listing on things I don't like about you. You are, you see lah? Are, you see lah? Uh, blood type B, but kelakuan F minus. Fly FM. So James Corden had a crosswalk concert recently hmm. with BTS. 
which is which was insane lah. I don't know. A lot of like videos went viral on TikTok. They would stop at a traffic light, and in the middle of the traffic light, when it's a red light, BTS comes out with full-on dancers and they perform for the people who are in their cars. It was amazing. I've seen this video. Uh, he's done it with a few other artists as well. Yeah. And this can only work in LA, this entire segment where <laughs> they stop at the red light and they come out dancing and stuff like that. Because yeah. if it was done in Malaysia, cannot. What? Too much drama happens at the traffic light, you know. <laughs> like in Malaysia, imagine they're hiding there waiting, the light turns red. They want to start near. They'll be interrupted by the mango, the pickled mango <laughs> fella, like Jerob Manga, Jerob Manga. <laughs> One fella will open the door, throw rubbish out the <laughs> a motorbike will like you know try and beat the traffic lights there's too many drama <laughs> happening in the Malaysian streets uh. but here's the thing right here's what happened one of the BTS members touched the car his fingerprint is on the vehicle and now the BTS army want to buy the car for a very high price these BTS army people are quite like over the top uh. I mean you know they They're are the one best. of the most powerful fans in the world yeah. and I know that I read about them all the time Yeah, you know but I guess I feel bad a little bit for James Corden why? No, because okay so one of the BTS members touched the car yeah. and now people want to buy the car yeah James Corden piggybacked one of their members. He they shook hands, they hugged him. So far, I've not heard a single rumor of anyone wanting to buy James Corden. Like, why so sad and why so double standard? Like James Corden also was touched by BTS. Why not buy him? But maybe, maybe I should take a leaf uh-huh. from BTS. Maybe I should just start touching random things. And who knows? I can sell them for a lot of money, you know. Come on, Douglas Lim. Everything you touch will probably drop in value. <laughs> wow, so laser the amount today. Fly FM. So we're talking about super fan moments. What or who are you a diehard fan of? Tanya. Hey, guys. Hello. I'm like a huge Bruno Mars fan. Who so isn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm like a diehard fan, okay? Okay. So, mm-hmm. Uh, when Bruno Mars came to Malaysia for the first time, mm-hmm. uh, I died. I wanted to go. All right. But the funny thing is, like, the stadium was only half full. So, like... How come, huh? Uh, I don't know, lah. But for my benefit, it allowed me to be right center in the front. Yeah. So that was for me. I, I remember that. It was at PWTC. I was there as well. You were there? I was there as well. It was half full because there weren't many Bruno Mars fans in Malaysia at oh, the time. Oh, quite some time back already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. So, basically, then, like, it felt like the band was, like, singing to us personally and it was so fun it was so good but then at the end the best part was they threw their guitar picks and their water bottles yeah. at us oh, I remember you, that what did you what but, did you get so the icing on the cake was that I got their sweaty <gasps> towels oh my god you got Bruno Mars's sweaty towel yeah You have it Listen like you have it in your home right now the sweat and DNA of Bruno Mars <laughs> yep have you washed it Nope. I know Juanita is also a big Bruno Mars fan. <laughs> okay, Tanya, I'm going to offer you right now 500 ringgit for you to sell me that tower. Would you do it? <laughs> no, it's priceless. Oh, priceless. I know this I know this language. This means must PM tepi. She won't, she won't. <laughs> we, we have to nego tepi. Okay, Namai. I will, I will call you again and then we will negotiate a price. Thanks, Tanya. Thanks, Douglas. I just see what you're trying to do there but I don't want that towel man it's moldy it's been years dude wait but this is Bruno Mars <laughs> yeah, by now it's Bruno Mars yo <laughs> Fly FM so we're talking about super fan moments Gregory what's your story bro hey hey so I've got a story basically mm. it's about my dad 
Alright. So he's a huge football fan. He's a huge Liverpool fan. Oh, he's a Liverpool fan. He must be having a great time nowadays, ah. Huh? Oh, he's having the time of his life now. He's enjoying it. Yeah, I think what you guys are like number one, number two. Yeah, they're number number two now. Yeah, playing very well on the club and everything. Ah, huh? you had to suffer yeah. so long. Your dad is a Liverpool fan. Good lah. Now yeah, he's, he's having he's a time. Good, like, a good time. Yeah. All out now. Mm. I am completely lost in this conversation. <laughs> what do your dad do as a Liverpool fan, though? So basically, he. He's a huge fan and he likes watching football, you know, with family and all that. Mm-hmm. But my mom is not a football fan. She doesn't like football at all. Okay. Uh-huh. So the theory in my family is he has to go and make some kids <laughs> to watch football with him. No. What? <laughs> yeah. So he tried one time and the first kid was a girl. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, my elder sister. And she hates football. <laughs> so he tried a second time. Also another girl. Oh. She also doesn't like football. He tried that Five times, so I have five elder sisters. <laughs> and then it finally I came out, and now we watch football together. Oh, okay, good lah, Lisa. You try. If you first you don't succeed, try, try again. I'm glad this story yeah. has a has a nice happy ending lah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not all nice lah, actually. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a menu fan. Oh, 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 so sad. Uh, at least, uh, at least you're not Arsenal fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> at least I'm not a Brighton fan, also lah. Oh, oh wow. Oh. Okay, bye bye. I don't talk to you. Oh, you straight away hung up on him, lah. Lucky I don't ban him. <laughs> Fly F M. So we're taking it to North Korea right now. The My sup- favorite place in the world. <laughs> <laughs> He's being sarcastic, by the way. <laughs> the supreme leader has banned. Leather trench coats Because wow. you know He goes around Wearing this like Black leather trench coat Oh Matrix right? Yeah <laughs> Matrix Because <laughs> it's so cool Right um, So people started To copy that style You okay. know Rich people buy Like leather trench coats Normal people buy Faux leather trench coats Now it's completely banned Oh my goodness I've yeah. heard that Korea is a Well North Korea Is a police state Yeah This is the first time I'm hearing that They have moved to A fashion police state <laughs> That's so That's so dumb you know? <laughs> Can you imagine The fashion police <laughs> Going around in North Korea Instead of like Hey put your hands up They were like Hey put your hands By the side You know <laughs> One in the pocket And look sassy For me <laughs> It's so It's such a weird thing To happen in, in, in North Korea It is So now they're stopping people From wearing trench coats Completely Because they don't want them To copy the supreme yes, leader style Exactly This doesn't make sense You know Because there's a saying right The biggest What flattery What was it uh, what, the, the biggest The biggest form of flattery Is imitation Correct they are flattering him. They want to look like their supreme leader. That's yeah. why they're wearing the trench coat. It's not like they're very cold or there's no <laughs> other clothing option, right? Because we want to copy our idols. Well, what's wrong with that? When Tun M was prime minister back in the 80s, bush jackets were all the rage. Remember, your dad <laughs> probably true. has one. Yes. My dad has a few bush jackets. They all wanted to copy him. Now with uh, PM Ismail Sabri, Batik is back in vogue. I see right. a lot of people wearing Batik because yeah. we want to copy how he looks. This is a good thing. We you want this to happen. Like when MC Hammer was famous everyone was wearing trash bags as like pants <laughs> and see who um, mm. <laughs> <sighs> so the guy who started baggy pants is what yeah yeah that's okay. what I'm saying <laughs> like. so so it's always a good thing so I don't know why his reaction is such that you know oh people are copying me you know I don't want him to copy yeah. my style so I'm gonna ban all these things yeah. what's next is gonna ban people with Korean looking faces is it huh I is okay for the last time, Douglas, you do not look Korean. Okay. FM. So the supreme leader of North Korea has banned trench coats <laughs> because he doesn't want people to copy him, which, you know, we think is very, very weird. So it's led us to talk about other things in the world that are banned. Which yeah. Are very, you did some research. You got a lot of time. Huh, very strange. Yes, I okay. do have a lot of time. So... 
three things that are banned throughout the world in Morocco mm-hmm. maps are banned. What? They don't <laughs> allow them to have like road maps, is it? No, cannot. You you cannot bring your maps into Morocco, but you can go there and you can buy guidebooks and you can buy maps, but you cannot bring <laughs> regular maps into that, the country. That is such a weird thing to happen. Can you imagine right? you're in Morocco and then like you open Google Maps and yeah. the app refuses to open and all you get is a message like, yeah. cannot. <laughs> I'm not allowed to open here, <laughs> jangan. <laughs> So, in China, mm. you, know, you won't believe this, time travel is banned. <laughs> time travel isn't even a thing. Time travel doesn't exist. How can you ban something that doesn't exist? Uh, yeah, so t- uh, shows, movies about time travel oh. is also banned. So, like Since stories about time travel and yes, stuff like that are correct. banned in China. Yes, correct. But actually, I take it back. Time uh-huh. travel does exist and it exists in Malaysia. <laughs> How? True, true. Like uh, three weeks ago, I went back to typing. I swear I went back 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> In Guatemala, whistles are banned. Whistles or whistling? Whistles. Oh, the actual thing, the pee yeah, pee whistles. Yeah, like you go to a party and you have, you know, those little Why? party packs and then you have the pee. Why? Because they don't want people impersonating the police. Weird thing is though, they didn't ban fake police uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> It's not kind of Pennywise pound foolish yeah. But also they must understand That other people use whistles also Not just the police For example Football referees How are they going to officiate a match If they don't have whistles The poor referee will be shouting And shouting He'll be, he'll be like a madman on the pitch Like Oi Oi Don't push Don't push it They're like Hey come here Come here I want to give you something I want to give you something Now red card You know like, Hey okay stop Finish Stop kicking Game over Stop it Fly FM. So Malaysia ranks third best Asian country in English proficiency, which makes us the 28th best in the world for English. Well done, Malaysia. Yeah, man. I got to say full props. Congratulations to all the English teachers, to all the English students, to all the English speakers of the country. Mm-hmm. Third in Asia is not bad. 28th in the world is fantastic. Also, by the way, uh, 28 is a very lucky number in Chinese. <laughs> yeah, it? It's yifat. It's very prosperous. Wow. So well done. I'll take it. But to do our part, you know, as responsible Malaysians, we do this thing called English Class with Mina Saleh. English, English Class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. Now, the word of the day is surgery, a medical procedure involving an incision with instruments. Your task today is to create a sentence using the word surgery. Katija, Ladu and Asing, I hope you're ready. Katija, go first. Form a sentence using the word surgery. Okay. Uh, Datin Rosie face is perfect because she do 25 plastic surgery. Oh, okay, very, very good, Katija. Ladu, form a sentence using the word surgery. Okay, chill. The day I watched one Tamil movie, yeah, one fellow the chest open because he had oh. stopped, you know. Then the doctor came from the other place carrying one fake heart. Uh, <gasps> then he tripped on the lobang, they got the pothole, the heart fly, oh. he smashed oh. through the window, you know. Oh, okay, okay. Ladu, ladu. Not an entire story, just a sentence using the word surgery. Oh, uh, the surgery in the Tamil movie is really unbelievable. Very good. Thank you, ladu. You can sit down. Asing, your turn. Form a sentence using the word surgery. Uh, the day I lost my spender, my mother said go search the room, but I surgery. Oh, I sing. This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.